Today's episode highlights include Aravind's journey from undergraduate in India to graduate student in Germany to postdoc in the United States. Living and studying in Germany and not knowing any German, what NASA and RWTH Aachen have in common, why Aravind believes Germany is the most student-friendly country, and why Aachen should be on your list of places to visit. My name is Hani Geist. Welcome to Coffee Connections. Today's Coffee Connection is Aravind Baland, postdoctoral fellow at the NASA Langley Research Center, and he's also DAD Research Ambassador since 2019. Have a listen. My name is Arvind Balen. I was born and brought up in a small town near a small city called Kochi in the state of Kerala, which is in the south of India. So I'm basically from India. So I moved to US two years ago to start my postdoc at NASA Langley Research Center. So I am a postdoc researcher at NASA Langley Research Center in Virginia. We briefly had a chance to chat while you were in New York for the Research Ambassador Workshop this August. And yeah. I know you can't go into too much detail about the work that you do, but if you would <clears throat> provide us with a little bit more information of what you actually do, of course, just the information that you can actually talk about. Uh, my field is what is called as computational fluid dynamics. So we, we so experimentalists, do the fluid no, the, the real fluid mechanics but we are computational scientists who are simulating the fluid flow for example fluid flow or flow of air around an aircraft so in nasa the applications are mostly in the field of aerodynamics so we 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 will get a model of the airplane and we have to use computer simulation to get flow flow field around the aircraft at the end, it's used to uh, help design better aircrafts. Perfect. So this is actually something <laughs> that anyone at this point who's going by plane will benefit from your research. Correct, correct. correct. So um, you said you're originally from India and you've um, just two years ago relocated to the U.S. Um, for your postdoc position at NASA. What is your connection to Germany? Tell me a little bit more about that. I did my schooling near my home, and then I moved to another city called Chennai, which is also in uh, in the south of India. There's my... actually a there's actually a DAD office there too. Did you know that? <laughs> yes, yes, correct. Yeah, there is a DAD office. So I went there to do my bachelor's in mechanical engineering at Indian Institute of Technology or IIT Madras. In fact, IIT itself was built with the support of German government few decades ago, and there is still a strong connection between IIT Chennai my university and Germany in terms of research and academics. Actually, when I was there, I have seen that many students get scholarship from DAD and have done their master thesis or PhD research in Germany with the support of DAD. And many of the professors were also recipients of the prestigious Alexander Humboldt fellowships. By the time I finished my undergrad, I knew a lot about German scholarships and system that's there in Germany. So naturally, I was keen to do my higher studies also in Germany, and then I applied to RWTH Aachen University, and then I got a master's admission in this university. So tell me a little bit more about the, um, why did you choose specifically that university and that program? Uh, I was specifically looking for computational engineering science, you know, this kind of computer simulation. And there was a perfect institute. It started in 2000 and then I reached there in 2009. 
So when I looked at the website, I found that they really give courses that interest me. And uh, there is there was one more thing. It was a newly established graduate school where one can where where there's an opportunity to do a fast track PhD program. So similar to the United States, were you? Yes, correct, correct. That was actually the reason why they started this AACS graduate school. They wanted to do something similar to what USA has. And now the big question, of course, is uh, since you're from India, and I assume uh, speaking German was not something that you grew up with. Do you know any German and was the program that you enrolled in, was that a program that offered the program in German or in English? No, that program was totally in English. In fact, uh, the official language of our institute was English. When I say institute, I mean ASUS graduate school that comes under RWTH Aachen University. All the professors were from other countries. Uh, they themselves did not know German. So, so how was how was that experience for you? Tell me a little bit more about that because that's um, often a question that we receive from, from um, students and researchers who are very interested in going to Germany, but they don't know any German. So how was that experience for you? Um, did you actually learn a little bit of German, or did you really. get Not really. I did not know. I did not know any German when I went there. But after reaching there, I studied a bit of a German, but I was not in a position to talk or have a conversation in German. It was not a big problem there because in my university, everybody was speaking in English. And I was in Aachen, which is in the west of Germany. And that area is quite international because Netherlands and Belgium, these countries are very, very near to Aachen. So there was a big international community there. So my, my point is that most of the people could, uh, could speak English there. So German was not a problem for me. So how did you then find your way to the U.S. and specifically NASA, which is quite a prestigious organization and the postdoc is, I assume, quite a prestigious postdoc position? So after I did my master's, I continued with my PhD in the same institute in Germany. I got a good opportunity to do research in a cutting edge field. And that really helped me get to get a position here at NASA Langley. So here I'm basically doing an extension of what I did during my PhD. You said uh, recently you traveled to Aachen again, is that correct? Ah, oh, yes. So what is your what is your connection to Germany um, at this point and your collaboration with German labs and or German researchers? Uh, so my professor, my supervisor, PhD advisor is still there. He has also PhD students. Since I'm continuing with what I, what I was doing in Germany, there is a no there is a potential to to have collaborator work with with them we do similar work so you go frequently to germany and and frequently collaborate with the researchers yeah, we there frequently collaborate with my with the with the researchers there we exchange emails we send results we try to publish papers together but uh, we don't meet that often so this year i went there once and the phd student under my supervisor also had a plan to come to NASA to do an internship, you know, as part of this exchange program. But unfortunately, he did not get a visa to, to come to U.S. And he could not come to NASA Langley for, uh, for his research. Yeah, that's very unfortunate. Yeah. So there is a tight collaboration going on between us, our group and the university in, in Germany. 
So I'm, I'm curious, you uh, said you studied in Aachen and you also now go back uh, somewhat frequently to Aachen, but did you have a chance to also travel in Germany? And if so, where did you go and what is your, your favorite place you went to? <laughs> okay, so when, when I was there in Aachen, I really, like, uh, I, I really liked Aachen. It, it's a very small and cute city with a very beautiful rathaus and cathedral and stuff like that. And everything was walkable distance in Aachen. And it also had like very good connectivity to many European countries. So I would say Aachen was my favorite place in Germany. Uh, other than that, I have I have traveled to places like Braunschweig, Frankfurt, Monschau, Mu uh, Münster, mostly in the western part of Germany. I haven't traveled much to the other sides of Germany. But I have traveled to other countries like France, Belgium, Netherlands, Switzerland, Austria. Well, especially since they are so close um, to where you yeah. are, I assume. Yeah, I just had to take if I I just had to take a bus to go to Netherlands and you reach there in like half an hour. <laughs> That is, of course, very convenient and definitely yeah. a reason why to go there. See, you you haven't traveled much to the eastern part of Germany. And for me, it's a little bit the other way around because I'm from Berlin and wow. from the eastern part. And so I've traveled extensively also with my parents to the eastern part of Germany. But <laughs> I haven't yet been to Aachen, for example, or Münster. So that's mm. definitely something that I that I still need to do. I was wondering, did you connect with anyone outside of the university while you were there? And if so, what did you do outside of the university to, to connect with Germans or other international students? I personally did not have much connection with any uh, international organizations or students' bodies. But there was a vibrant Aachen international students uh, something I, I was basically interacting with people in my department, but I knew many Indian students. <laughs> so there was also an association for Indian students. So I was actually a part of that uh, association. Was that the first time when you went to pursue your graduate degree or did you visit Germany before going there as a, as a graduate student? No, no, not really. When I went first there, I, I, I went there to start my master's program. That's quite an adventure, and especially coming from India, then going to Germany, that's quite a different country. Did you have any expectations or, or anything you thought about Germany? And then how did it turn out when you actually lived there? I didn't have any expectations. And I was also not so scared because, as I said, I knew many students who went to Germany and came back. So they gave me a lot of information. So I had a clear idea of what's going on there. And through internet also, I could see what's going on and you know how, how the infrastructures are. So it was not that difficult for me. But after I reached there, I found that it's pretty, uh, Germany was pretty nice. <laughs> Especially the public transport system was very convenient for students. Well, you said that you could actually walk to a lot of places. Yeah, that's also true. You said that the graduate program was very international. Um, is there something that you noticed that is maybe specifically German that may be helpful to know to other students or researchers going to Germany? Uh, something very specific about Germany. So Germans are a bit different. In my mind, they are, uh, I mean, in a, in a positive sense, like perfectionist, very punctual. 
when when they tell a time they really mean that time <laughs> yeah, i think that's the most german thing that they are very punctual unlike any other <laughs> countries i would say so in in india when you give a specific time that's more of a suggestion and not so much a yeah even, uh... if, yeah, even if you're late by one hour it's okay but uh, in germany i once had an appointment with a doctor at around two o'clock and i reached there just one minute after two o'clock and they didn't let me in <laughs> so, well that's that's very that's very that's extreme very, yeah that, <laughs> yeah so i think um, that gives the message <laughs> So now that you've experienced India and and then also German universities and research institutes now that you're in the United States you have an additional perspective what is your perception now and your experience coming to the United States and working for NASA I would say in, in US it was a bit a bit more easier for me because I could speak English mm-hmm. uh in Germany for all the research work i didn't have any problem but occasionally i had to go to some stores or somewhere where i had to speak german <laughs> or to get a phone connection or something or for something i had to call someone with english i i was not able to converse with them but here i can speak everything in uh, uh, english so that was easier for me when i reached here apart other than that regarding the the research work i would say that both germany and us are very good in in research especially in, in in our field so are you potentially looking into germany after your postdoc position or do That's you have one do you have, do you have other plans already after you're done with your postdoc uh, i don't have a clear plan either i may go to india or to germany <laughs> because i like the life in germany the especially the social life there so i may look for a position there in germany I have seen some positions in DLR which is you know DLR uh, aerospace German aerospace center I know I know some people there too so I may look for a position there also Shifting a little bit gears I'm I'm curious Germany and like immigration that's a big uh, topic did you how did well, how was your experience in in that regard as as a foreigner living in Germany especially you said I mean Aachen is a fairly small city would you tell me a little bit more about that Aachen was quite international and I I was occasionally traveling to places like Cologne and Düsseldorf I would say my experience was pretty good I didn't have I didn't feel anything negative from anyone since I I'm a foreigner people were very kind to me and accommodative So, so the big question of course is how long did you stay in Germany just so that we have an idea of the oh. time frame <laughs> I stayed there for for around 6 to 7 years Oh wow so that's actually quite a bit and yeah. and quite a bit of time to get some experience there <laughs> Yeah But 2 years for my masters and around 4.5 years for my PhD What would you say you said that you knew quite a bit about Germany actually from individuals from, my, from India going to yeah. Germany and then coming back i assume they talked a little bit about their experience and what it is actually like and now that you've lived in germany for a number of years what would you like americans or indians to know about germany that you've now experienced living there by yourself so in my opinion germany is one of the most student friendly country i have ever seen you get Could to elaborate learn- on that a little bit Yeah I mean you get to learn from top class professors from top class German universities with no fee free public education that's really amazing and the 
universities there are as good as the top universities in in US and other thing is excellent public transport so here you you need a car for everything but you don't need a car there and if you are a student and paid the nominal social contribution free fee public transport anywhere in the state is free so i could travel anywhere in our state called north rhine westphalia 24 hours i could take any public transport for free it's also reliable did you at all experience the coffee and cake culture in germany and if you did you go to any german cafes while you were there oh yeah yeah i was i frequently <laughs> i used to go go to german cafes regularly take you nice tea or cappuccino cakes were also very nice german bakeries are very good most of the times we had some event or some celebration going on in our department so there were cakes almost every day <laughs> in the kitchen <laughs> So we're we're currently connected via Skype since you're located on the East Coast and I'm here in the Bay Area. But if we ideally had this conversation in a nice German coffee shop, what <laughs> would you have ordered? What I would have ordered? Mhm. In terms of coffee but also cake. What was the name of it? Brown. It starts with tiramisu. tiramisu. <laughs> I would have ordered tiramisu. So so very very German uh, <laughs> sweet. <laughs> Yeah. But I think that's also something to note is that in Europe and in Germany you can get all sorts of different sweets that are also uh, yeah. not very German but maybe a uh, French and a tiramisu um uh, and breads Italian. are excellent from Germany. I I really like those breads. Here you don't get those kind of breads in US and we really miss that bread. There are many economic places like Backwork How would you describe that for anyone who's not familiar with that that's basically it, it is a like a coffee shop and like a bakery but it's all of the pastries and the baked goods are in individual kind of bigger containers and you can just take it yourself and then at the end it's kind of like a cafeteria almost yeah. and then you pay for what you took but you're able to really look at all the pastries and the baked goods and then take whatever you would like to purchase yeah. um, out yourself you get a nice sandwich and a coffee for less than 3 euros That is certainly something that I've noticed. I mean, here in the Bay Area it's particularly expensive, but where you live it's probably somewhat similar is that the prices in Germany and I think that's also something that is very attractive to students that not only are yeah, there the tuition fees but it's also the living yeah, uh, living, exp- living expenditure is not that high. I was in France, I really felt that it was more expensive there in France uh, when you go to go for having food for example. or for travel mm-hmm. but in germany living expenditure was quite low i could save a lot of money from my phd fellowship one of the questions that i frequently get is as a phd student how what kind of financing did you have or what kind of salary did you receive while uh, working on your phd as i said i started with my masters and it was actually a combined program masters and phd but even for masters i was getting scholarship of around thousand dollars per month which was very good amount for me at that time and what kind of I, scholarship did you receive was that a dad scholarship no that was actually from from this particular institute and they got this money from dfg so it was a dfg uh, funded institute and they were giving scholarship for uh, master students 
and you had to apply for that or was that something that automatically if you got accepted into the program you received the funding yeah that was automatic fellowship was included in the admission and for the phd was that a similar situation or did you uh, have to apply for that since i was continuing with my phd in the same institute it was rather smooth i didn't have to do anything i think my professor did everything right after i submitted my master thesis i could start my phd work while doing phd i i was getting around 2000 dollars 2000 euros per month as fellowship and i know that in other institutes people even get more like 2100 at least in the engineering field it starts with the so i was getting fellowship but many other students in my university were getting tbd salary the the public salary and that started from uh, on the in the first year they were getting like 2100 in hand per month and that uh, after four years that reaches up to 2600 or 700 so that's a pretty good sum <laughs> so can... just for so just for for someone coming from a more expensive part of the country in the united states or or somewhere else i mean in the bay area 2000 would not be a lot and <laughs> would certainly not you may be able to get an apartment for that but you wouldn't have anything left for food or health insurance can you just talk a little bit about how much you had to pay for your apartment uh-huh. just to get a just to get a sense of what that actually means to, okay. to receive 2000 euros in germany yeah for my rent i was staying in a in a university studio apartment university provided studio apartment and the rent was so less it was 200 euros per month i know other students uh, who were paying like 300 to 400 but that's not much and for insurance i was paying around 150 and for food maybe 500 600 euros so i was able to save at least 1000 euros per month oh wow that's that's a good deal if you if you yeah. receive this funding and you're also able to um, save a little bit What is next for you? Do you have any plans in terms of research and how much longer is your postdoc scheduled for? I'll be here for one more year, so by then 3 uh, years will be over. I want to stick to academy and research. Initially I was wondering if I should go to a go to work in a company or work in the research field, but then I realized working in the research field is better for me. So I want to stick to academy and research. I haven't decided an exact career path. I would like to apply for some good positions in Germany and I also may apply for few faculty positions in India. I may also consider faculty positions in Germany. Well, I wish you the best of luck for that. If uh, anyone listening now would like to get in touch with you, maybe uh, to ask you more about research collaborations or your experience in Germany, how would one get in touch with you? My email is the best. I I keep getting such emails and I try to reply to everyone when I get time. So if somebody wants to contact me, the best is to send me an email to aravind.m b@gmail.com I'll include that in the show notes. Mhm. So if I can, you know, just let me know if I have if I am of any help for uh, DAD. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you uh, for taking the time to speak with me today, and I wish you the best of luck for your postdoc position, but then, of course, also for your future positions, maybe in Germany or, or <laughs> India, or maybe even in the United States. Or in the United States, yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You have a wonderful evening. Ah, you too. You heard the third episode of Coffee Connections today with Arvind Balan, postdoctoral fellow at the NASA Langley Research Center and one of DAD's dedicated research ambassadors in the United States. All content is created and edited by me, Hani Geis. If you would like to get in touch, send an email to podcast at dad.org. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you at the next coffee break.